Hello, I have Guy with me. Hi, Guy, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Guy Gardner, um, author of The Mirror Game, which has just come out. Um, I, I am, well, I, I still am a musician, um, piano teacher, um, so I sort of bumble along um, doing a kind of, <laughs> sort of a, a variety of things like that, really. Um, and I'm um, trying to write in between all of it whenever I can. Have you always known that you wanted to be a writer? Um, no, not really. I, um, I started late, I think. Um, I first started writing about 2007. Um, and uh, although I, I, I did sort of write, but, but it never really went anywhere. Um, so it hadn't occurred to me up to then. And then I, I sort of left it for a while after that, you know. So um, it was only comparatively recently in, in the last lockdown, um, or the, the first, you know, majorly long lockdown, um, that I really sort of got it together a bit. And, and I finished the book that I'd started um, and, and I actually managed to sort of finish it and work on it properly and turn it into something that, you know, someone might want to read. And what made you, um, during the lockdown, decide, okay, now, is it because you'd run out of excuses not to, or...? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a time, I think it was a time for a lot of people, where this, mm -hmm. like, if ever you're going to write a novel, uh, learn to play an instrument, take up painting, you know, do anything like that, it seemed like a good time to do it, you know. And um, I, mean, I was still working, so I was teaching online, but I had more time. And I'd started this novel. I actually deleted the first version of that. I actually deleted the whole thing um, and started again with sort of just the characters. And I thought, if I don't do it now, you know, I'm not going to do it. So, so I wrote a little bit every day. Um, and, um, you, you know, sort of one, one brick after another and all that, you know, till I sort of got it done. And it was, uh, I'm, I'm glad I did. I really, not, not just because it, got published but because I love doing it and it's a nice sort of sense of achievement you know when you can put it together. Have you got the bug now then is that it is that going to be the first of many? There we go <laughs> that's the one at the moment I'm working on <laughs> so yes um, I've done well, well since then I've actually written two more um, which are just both in the sort of rough drafts um, and I'm working, again, because of COVID, um, I'm sort of working on editing one of them and, you know, just going through it. And I've already spilt tea on it and some wine. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I have got the bug, definitely. I, I love it, you know, and um, I just want to keep doing it. Fabulous. Well, from the many amazing reviews you've had, I imagine all of your readers will be thrilled to hear that, me included. <laughs> No, I'm glad about that. I'm, no, I'm, I'm really, because, um, I mean, you don't know, do you? You know, you live with characters, uh, you like them, uh, you know, you write them and you finish the story, but you don't know what other people are going to think. And um, I was really, uh, I said it a lot on Twitter, I was so, so, so pleased and so humbled by um, the reviews I got. It was wonderful, really. Um, it's a really nice feeling that, 
what you wanted to say has sort of been communicated to other people and um, that they're talking about characters that are in your head, you know, um, but that seem now to sort of be alive. And um, it it was lovely to read all all the comments. Yeah, and I think they were all amazing, weren't they? So, Well, touch wood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have, I, I didn't get any... Um, I, th- I, thought, I thought someone's, you know, at least someone's going to go, you know, this guy Gardner, what's he doing? What's he talking about? <laughs> um, but so far, um, I, I had some really nice comments. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it was lovely to read that. You know, it was, um, it was a real thrill. Um, if you were to take out any of your characters from Mill, who would you choose and what would you ask them? Ah. I guess you have to say from your first book that's the only one that's out yet. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess I'd like to take my main character Harry out um, because he's sort of um, he's been through a lot. You know, he's been in the war, um, and I suppose what would I ask him? Um, I suppose if we were in this time, I'd sort of ask him, "What does he think about everything that's happening now?" You know. Um, and you'd probably say it's kind of quite similar to what happened, you know, during the First World War, unfortunately. Um, but he seems like someone I could, I could sort of hang out with. Yeah, we get on well. You know, we started off not so well, but now we get on well. <laughs> if you were to choose um, someone to date your main character, who would you choose? Someone to date my main character. <laughs> Um, who who would Harry like to date um, from this time? From any, well, from any time, I guess. From any time. Was, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I think he'd probably. Yeah, I don't know. Who would he go for? He quite likes. He quite likes the tall ones. Maybe he'd sort of go for the um, sort of Catherine Hepburn. You know, the the cigarette holder. He kind of kind of likes that type. Yeah, I think if he was around in that time, that's who he might go for. <laughs> what was the most interesting thing you found in research your books, or what was the biggest rabbit hole you fell down? Um, the, the biggest rabbit hole, well, the most interesting thing when I started looking at eugenics um, and the original, I mean, it's slightly different now, but um, when it sort of started, and eugenics is sort of basically like controlled breeding. Um, and obviously, we all know, you know, Hitler sort of, sort of took it, you know, to pretty much an extreme. Um, what I did discover is that he wasn't the only one, he sort of acted on it, but there's lots of countries, us included, um, that were also trying similar things, not, not to that extreme, but like, like controlled, like licensed. Um, sort of breeding, not, not letting certain people, if they had a background of alcoholism, for example, lots of countries were trying it. They were trying to sort of breed out um, disease, you know, make the hum, human race pure. And I was really shocked. I didn't know that, so I read about it. And it was really shocking because obviously that is, you know, n- not, not a good outlook, you know. Uh, and uh, I, I was pretty surprised that we, we tried it, you know, and there was a big movement. To do it so that that was the most sort of surprising and shocking thing I think I probably learned from that 
you know, it was really interesting. It was a bit of an eye opener, actually, you know. Yeah, wow, well, I had no idea either. So I'm totally going to Google that when we finish chatting. Yeah. Shocking. yeah. Really yeah. shocking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do you hide any secret jokes or messages or Easter eggs in your books? No. <laughs> no, there's nothing like that. Um, in, unless I did it and I can't remember, um, there's no secret message. No, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I love, like, some people are just like, no, and some people laugh and they're like, well, yeah, actually. <laughs> no, there, there's, um, I haven't done anything like that. There's, um, but there's a few characters in it based on people I know. There's that sort of thing. But um, no, there's, there's no code um, or um, way to unlock my bank account in it, unfortunately. Not that it would matter if that was. But... <laughs> I think if people unlocked the, my bank account, they'd feel sorry for me and donate rather than. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So maybe it's worth. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just wondering what you need to sell to get some bloody petrol. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, kidneys aren't aren't much, so have to uh, think of something else. A bit larger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit bit of a concern, but yeah. <laughs> um, what was your most fun scene to write, and what was one of the hardest? Um, the the most fun um, I had, I think, writing the scene. Well, no, there, there was two, actually. The ones that really put me in that world of the 20s were the scenes in Lady Carlisi's flat um, in um, Berkeley Square. I love writing those. And, and, and whenever, it was like one of the first scenes in the book. And, and like whenever that sort of appeared, I was writing it, I really felt like, yeah, we're here now. You know, we're in the 20s, we sort of arrived. So all of those and the light coming through the windows and the, you know, cigarette smoke from expensive cigarette curling up. I sort of loved that. I really enjoyed that. Um, the, the second most fun scene was the scene in the, the fight scene at the end um, in the snow, uh, which is fairly brutal. And uh, I wrote it. It was really cold when I wrote it. I sat on the sofa in a blanket. It was so cold. So I was kind of like really there, you know, um, and um, I really love writing that. And, and it's like I don't, um, <coughs> excuse me, I don't plan. I'm not a planner when I write. Um, so it was just there they were walking off into the snow. We've got no idea what's going to happen. And that happened, you know, and um, so, so that was great. I sort of enjoyed that. Um, so what was the other question? Uh, the most difficult or the hardest? <laughs> uh, most difficult. Um, hmm. I don't know, actually. I, I, I think I, I was lucky with it um, that I, I didn't struggle, you know, too much in terms of sort of writing. Um, the hardest bit was sort of saying goodbye, actually, at the end, because um, I really enjoyed it, you know, and, and, and it was, I think, when you don't sort of plan, um, I mean, I, might, I take the odd no, it's not, I, I don't just sit and write, you know, and hope it comes out the best, or I notes, but, but generally I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so when I sort of knew, well, you know, it's, it's going to come to an end and, you know, I could see that it was, it was like, that was hard, actually. <laughs> it's like, how can I find a way of carrying on with it, you know, but it's the, the story got to where it got to and that was it. So that was the hard bit. The very mm -hmm. last word, you know, it's like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, book two, pretty much. Book two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What character gave you the most trouble? Um, I think what what in terms of sort of getting them on the page. Yeah, or yeah, or just deciding to take their story elsewhere. I guess. Yeah. Um, but Bob was. I love writing Bob. And um, in fact, I've got I've got a debt of thanks to uh, to my wife, who, who also sort of reads. You know, she sort of edits for me, reads afterwards, and tells me when things are wrong, not understandable. Um, and it was very different. So it's actually down to her that that, that Bob um, stays in it. You know, to the end, actually, which is pretty good. You know, it's definitely a good call. He was he was going to not be part of it a lot sooner. Um, but his story weaving it in so as not to sort of take over from Harry's, you know, to be, you know, he kind of has his own sort of path to go on. That, that was quite a difficult balance to get right. And I, and I had to sort of do a lot of, sort of editing on that. Um, characters that gave me trouble, i.e. they were just unwilling, um, were probably the bad guys. <laughs> um, they just don't play ball. You know, they don't do what they want them to do. They're slippery, they're conniving. Well, you know, you, you're in control of them, right? You know, uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when you are editing, what's your most overused word or phrase? Um, well, I, do you know what? I don't actually know. There's certain things I sort of like, I, I catch myself, I caught myself doing it um, in another book. I like writing things about light. And, and light ebbing away, and and uh, that, that's a real. I use that a lot, and I, I, saw, I saw it in another book. I've, I've used this before, so I suppose that that's more of a sort of a cliche than a word. I'm not. I'm not sure about words. I don't know what I overused most, um, but I have little. If I'm not careful, I think you know with descriptions. It's trying to find different descriptions of things, you know, and make them kind of really stand out. You know, and I sort of love doing that, but you've got to watch that you don't use your favourite ones over and over again. You know, it's a real trap. Well, it's a trap I fall into anyway. Um, and you read, you know, sort of great writers like Donna Tartt, and everything they describe is so vivid. You know, it just puts you there. So um, yeah, so I try and do that. Yeah, I don't know about overused words. I'll have to. Um, I'll have to get on the uh, the word. Thing on the document and let me know I'm not sure probably a lot <laughs> yeah I bet if you were to ask your editor or whoever they'd go yeah it's this word like before yeah. you before you could even finish the sentence they'll be like yeah it's this <laughs> like, oh, absolutely <laughs> yeah I should probably find out actually <laughs> <laughs> um have you made lots of author friends since you started writing um well I have a, a good friend of mine Philip he's a musician as well um, and he started his book around the same time. So we, we've sort of both been published and um, but he was a sort of friend from before, but um, I joined Twitter, um, having had not had much social media um, and the writing community there. And uh, it's been brilliant um, because there's just so many great writers and people passionate about books like yourself and, um, I really, I really love it. And I heard, you know, you hear some sort of negative things 
um, about social media, and I guess it can be negative, obviously it can, but I've really enjoyed it, and um, I've met some really wonderful people, you know, yourself included, um, who love books and writing, share little bits of writing, frustrations, um, and um, I really like that, and it's it's lonely, you know, everyone says it's a cliche, but it's true, it is a lonely business, writing, um, and it's kind of nice, you know, that, that people are kind of going through it all over the world you know um and uh, yeah i've shared um recipes with people and all sorts of you know irrelevant stuff but it somehow seems to help you know um so yeah so, so that that's been the main thing and especially obviously we've all been a bit isolated um that that, that online thing i think becomes even more important you know are you hoping to get to any of the book festivals this year and actually meet people in real life? Uh, that, that would be a good step. I think that's definitely the next thing, yeah. Um, I've got to sort of start thinking about that. I would really like to. Um, and, and, you know, we've got to get back to the sort of real world, haven't we, at some point, sort of step out of it. Um, so, yeah, for sure, I think if we can, I'd love to do that. Harrogate is probably the biggest. Right. Um, just insane you just you can't move for authors really <laughs> and then us bloggers and readers are there like oh my god <laughs> we're proper fangirling because you know authors are our rock stars so yeah <laughs> and I'd love to meet you that's written one book as much as I would like Ian Rankin or anyone else because I just love authors in general so it would be nice to see you in real life when you're Absolutely. not like Jeremy and you know likely to infect me <laughs> yeah 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 not at the yeah. you don't want to meet me at the moment but, <laughs> um yeah, yeah computer but, screen is fine <laughs> yeah yeah we're okay yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no it's it's um no it, it is really nice it, it's it's nice talking it's, it's sort of nerdy stuff isn't it but um I, I like talking writing with people you know and and or, you know, other, other authors have a perspective. Um, they are often more interesting people that, that just love books because um, they read a huge amount, probably more than writers do. Um, and that's really interesting hearing what they sort of think. Do you get a lot of feedback from your readers? Um, I've had, well, we did the blog tour. So obviously I had sort of book bloggers um, and I've had the odd you know, nice sort of review on Amazon. Um, I, I did a book signing, so um, sort of met a few people face to face. Um, so yeah, sort of things like that, really. You know, um, but the, um, the the blog tour, but it's in ages ago now. Um, but I, I loved that. That was great fun. You know, and, and just sort of hearing everyone's comments um, about the book. You know, it was it was, it was brilliant. Yeah, book bloggers, they're a special breed, I think. I didn't realise till I became one. And the amount that we agreed to read to our, usually to our detriment, because we have to read about three books a day and review them. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. Yeah, that's amazing. But and then I've, so I've, I've uh, organised a blog tour as well, and now I realise how hard they're all gonna, they are to organise as well. Just yeah. massive respect. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it was, what, what I liked about it, obviously on my, in the, 
music days, you know, going on tour meant you actually had to go somewhere. Um, and I liked the fact the book was on tour and I could just stay at home. That, that was um, that was great. <laughs> let the characters go, you know. Um, but yeah, I think all things like that, they appear to be easy, don't they? Oh, it's just some dates, but to actually get it all to work, like clockwork, is pretty hard. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't realise. Um, it's fun as well, though. It's really fun to do. But yeah, it's quite hard as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Um, if you're able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you like to spend a day with? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be Stephen King, I think. Probably everyone says that, but he, he, he's, he's, I just really like him. He's so funny. Um, and he's just got a, it's, it's a great story. I don't know if you've well, obviously you have, you know, seen him interviewed. Um, and he just turns up in jeans and a T-shirt and, uh, you know, just... Gives no fucks, generally. And he's just a great, he's so good at doing And I suppose it's maybe unusually for writers. Some of them are good at it, others not so much. But he's just so good at telling funny stories. Uh, I just reckon he'd be really fun to hang out with. And apparently he does come out um, in his hometown. Uh, there's a documentary on him a while ago. And um, obviously there's all like, like little Stephen King monuments in the town. There's like the sewer with a pair of clown hands coming out of it and all that, you know. And part of the tour is his house. Um, and he does come out from time to time and just wanders down to the gate and sort of chats with people. And, you know, I think that's really cool. Yeah, he would absolutely 100% be my choice as well. Um, I, I think he's awesome. And I saw him at Bloody Scotland last year. Oh, right. um, he was talking to Linda Barkley, obviously, um, you know, via Zoom and whatever. And he was wearing some Scottish maybe football team t-shirt or something, which I thought was really cool. And then he, um, Linwood Barkley grew up in a trailer park, I think, and ended up having to clean toilets and stuff because his dad died, I think. Right. And Linwood Barkley and Stephen King were genuinely comparing toilet stories. <laughs> a massive book event, like the one of the biggest authors in the world. And it was just sitting there and it was, it was hilarious and just like, what what's happened here? <laughs> <So weird. laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It's a shame he wasn't there in like real life, but I just still was awesome. And you know, the reaction that they both got was unbelievable. So yeah, yeah. There's a great interview with him and um, George R. Martin actually on um, YouTube. Definitely worth checking that out. It's really funny. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think he's great. And he's had been through a lot and done a lot and and stuff. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, if you're able to travel to any period of time, either forwards or backwards, where would you like to go? Um, well, I've just finished writing one set in the, um, in the 1890s, um, partly in London, partly in India. And um, that that... I think would be the time. Um, it's just a really interesting time. Um, it's sort of just leaving the Victorian era, I suppose. Um, but but I kind of really, although you know, when I was a kid, I thought if ever I write, um, you sort of daydream about things. I thought it's going to be fantasy. I love fantasy. I've read all, all that sort of stuff. 
Um, and then as I got older, I don't know, for some reason, when I started writing, I never wrote that. But um, I just really like history, not, not necessarily as a like, historical novel, but I think as a backdrop to stories, it's sort of so interesting. Um, and how, you know, if you said I'm going to be somewhere on Tuesday, you were there. There's no emails, I, was, I can't make it, you know. Um, you, you were there and, and things were sort of important you know, and, and had to be done. And it's a sort of different um, sort of breed of people in a way. Um, so that time, yeah, definitely time of adventure. <laughs> um, who is your first celebrity crush? Uh, Judy Roberts. So straight off the bat, I, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like this question. I can't help it. I will always ask. <laughs> Um, have you ever woken up anywhere strange or funny? Um, no. No, I haven't. Sorry. I just woke up. Too sensible? Too, too sensible. when you're drunk? Well, I, yeah, I might wake up for a split second. I, I think I woke up not knowing how I've got somewhere. <laughs> um, especially at university. Although, as, you know, having to be saying earlier about being too young to go to university. I was older when I went. But yeah, I did a few daft things. So I did, yeah, I woke up, but it's sort of not that strange and unusual, just not sure how I got exactly where I got to. <laughs> yeah, university and alcohol usually leads to these stories, I mm -hmm. find. Yeah. <laughs> well, Especially yeah, with we, you boys, funnily enough, I don't know yeah, why. <laughs> on that. Yeah, we, we managed to um, brick somebody into their room. Um, that's really bad. Um, <laughs> But um, there was like a building site. And, like, we, we all, you know, fairly much, you know, we'd all been sort of drinking. We managed to block by block, completely quiet, nobody knew. And we gradually built it all up and put like a traffic cone on top of it. And they opened their door and it was like a solid wall. I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> and then we made to take it all down, you know, because obviously health and safety, you know, it's a bit dodgy. But um, I think the fact we did it without the person inside knowing, no, I think it's pretty good. That's very impressive. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one of my stories, but I feel like eventually someone's going to want to ask me questions, so I'll have to save all my stories. Save them up Yeah, I'll tell you after. Um, <clears throat> what was I just going to ask you? Um, is there anywhere in the world that you'd love to travel that you've never been to? Um, I'd love to go to New York, uh, obviously because you know I'm, still am a jazz musician, jazz pianist. Um, so obviously it's you know it's such a big centre there um, for music. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to sort of go there. Never been there, and just get totally absorbed um, in jazz for a week. You know, that would be great. Weirdly, top of my wish list as well for different reasons. But yeah. still, that's my place I want to go to as well. Dying to. Yeah. I wanted to go for my 30th, but I couldn't afford to. Then I was going to go for my sister's 30th, and then we couldn't afford to. Then I was nearly 40, and I was still not going to afford to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. One day. One day I'll go there if it kills me. <laughs> um, if money was no object, how would you spend your day? Oh... Um, 
well, do you know what? I, I, it sounds like if I did that much different to what I do now. I mean, I, uh, you know, today I've been uh, editing, right? Check, writing, um, playing some music. Um, I, I'm sort of just, I don't know, I'm one of those people, I think I'd be really bad if I sort of won uh, or earned millions of pounds. I don't think I'd do anything extravagant. Uh, I'd probably just do the same stuff, but it's not sort of be as worried about money. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, there'd be no speedboats or uh, no, just just a movie in the curry, you know, hang out with the kids. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Which I'm missing, so I'm um, you know I'm isolating now, so I haven't seen them. I've seen them at the window, you know, sort of waving as I go past. Um, but um, yeah, so it's so dull, really. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do much different. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's lovely. Is and it also shows that money isn't everything. No, no, I, I, I definitely, I'm not saying, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to earn millions of pounds, but um, once I've done that, you know, sorted. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I was to ask your darling wife and those closest to you what your most annoying habits are, what would they say? Uh, snore, uh, I forget things, I forget to do, it, it's like, I figured out the other day, my, my, my brain, I don't think it's particularly big. So most of the power in it uh, is diverted into sort of writing. Um, so therefore, I forget to do other stuff uh, that, you know, people do. So recycling, uh, you know, I think nothing of putting peanut butter jar straight in the bin, you know, because I forget that it should be recycled. Um, forget to take recycling out. Um, yeah, sort of severe absent-mindedness would probably, <laughs> I would imagine, the top of the list. You'd better if you ask her to see what she actually says, to see if you're right. <laughs> yeah. But then you might get a list of other things that you didn't realise you'd done wrong, and then that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably <laughs> safe not to ask. <laughs> So since that first day when you decided that's it, I'm going to write this book up until now, what's been your biggest highlight? Um, oh, d d definitely getting the whole thing published um, and that, that getting those reviews in. Um, I mean, the, the, there's the writing, which obviously, you know, sort of, you're there in the world, you love doing it, and, you know, that, that why we do it but I think the actual highlight you know apart from that um has just been you know hearing the wonderful comments because no, no it just sounds a bit sort of egotistical but it's just because it sort of means that other people have felt what I felt about it you know and, and I, I, uh, I kind of like that you know and um so yeah the, and the whole process of it um was great you know and seeing the book sort of come through in its finished form you know it's like yeah, so someone did another sort of highlight, which is really good. Um, the, um, what was the blogger? Uh, the Adrian Murphy one, who did uh, Here Come That Human League song, Here Comes the Nearer Man. Um, and he put that on the, on the blog tour, which was great. I love that. Um, so that was another highlight. That's really funny. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you've written another two books. Yeah. So what's coming next for you well 
I wanted to get these books sort of edited and, and kind of ready. Um, and then I'm sort of, I'm kind of clearing the path. Um, I've got another idea, you know, for, for the characters in the mirror game, you know, so, um, so that, that's the next step, I think, you know, the next project. Um, so I've got these two books, which I've been working on, finished those. And then, um, yeah, back, back to 20s London, I think. Well, I can't think of any more questions for you. And if you think there's anything I haven't asked you that you want to tell us? No, I think you've covered it. I don't think I could think of anything you haven't asked. <laughs> oh, trust me, there's more. I'm just waiting <laughs> till next time. I'll let you get used to being a writer and stuff first before I get to some of the trickier questions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go, would you just like to tell everyone where they can get your books from and where they can find out more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find out more about me um, on my website, um, which is www.guygardener.co.uk. Um, there's um, you can buy the book from there. There's some music stuff on there. Um, there's a free short story on there, um, and um, some blogs. Um, my, my sort of random sort of ramblings um, the book is available Amazon um, and Waterstones and any, any sort of online um, establishment um, yeah please, please buy a copy make, make, uh, make an author happy <laughs> Indeed, and review it as well <laughs> and review it as well yes that would be yes. great brilliant well thank you very much it's been awesome <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Thanks.